1: From Spotify Studios, this is Dissect, long-form musical analysis broken into short, digestible episodes. I'm your host, Cole Kushner. Today we continue our serialized analysis of Damn by Kendrick Lamar. On our last episode, we dissected Feel, a song that found our protagonist Kung Fu Kenny dealing with a violent storm of emotions. We heard Kenny express his discontent with his family and friends, his loss of patience for the injustice and destruction he sees in the world around him, and the isolation he feels in his leadership role. He questioned why he should pray for others if he feels others aren't praying for him. Kenny's questioning of the loyalty of others seems to have inspired him to question loyalty itself specifically who and what Kenny himself is loyal to This philosophical examination plays out over Dam's next track the subject of our episode today loyalty Loyalty
2: loyalty 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 loyalty
1: Loyalty is written and produced by Kendrick Lamar, Terrace Martin, Soundwave, and DJ Dahi, and features vocals by Rihanna. The song's production is constructed on a sample of 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. This passage from 24 Karat Gold undergoes a dramatic transformation before becoming the basis of loyalty. Most noticeable, the sample is reversed, that is, it's played backwards. Next, the sample is pitched up into a higher register, four semitones higher than the original, From this reversed pitched up sample, two small excerpts are picked out and spliced together. The first small excerpt sounds like this. The second small excerpt sounds like this. Now let's combine these two clips. Next we add some phaser, reverb, and some EQ work and we get something pretty close to what we hear throughout Loyalty. Beneath this sample we have a moderate tempo 808 drum pattern. Now let's lay the sample loop on top, and we have the basic musical foundation of Loyalty. Now back on the song Ya, I pointed out the use of the song's reverse sample. There we heard how Billy Paul's 1976 song, How Good Is Your Game, was sampled in reverse to create the track's musical foundation. If you'll remember, I drew your attention to the use of this reverse sound source, stating that it'll become a sonic motif used throughout DAMN. I also mentioned that these reverse samples will relate to the thematic idea of reversing curses into blessings. While foreshadowing the fact the entire album can be played in reverse order. Here on Loyalty, we get the second instance of a reverse sound source being utilized for a primary component of a song's production, something that will continue to appear as we move our way through the album. Now let's turn our attention to Loyalty's lyrics, beginning with DJ Dahi's vocal appearance on the song's introduction. DJ Dahi sings, I said I'm geeked and I'm fired up. All I want tonight is just to get high up. Within the context of the song, these opening lines seem to be the mantra of a party animal, much like the one that Bruno Mars embodied on 24 Karat Magic. In fact, the line, all I want tonight is just to get high, seems to directly mirror the intro of 24 Karat Magic in which Bruno announces, tonight I just want to take you higher. In both 24 karat magic and loyalty, the speaker expresses his desire to get high, which could be interpreted to mean feeling good, or a specific reference to drug use. DJ Dahi then goes on to express his desire for sex with the lines, Girl, you look so good, it's to die for. That pussy good, it's to die for. To emphasize how much he wants to have sex with the girl at the party, DJ Dahi's character describes the girl's appearance and her vagina as being to die for. While we could interpret these statements as exaggerations not to be taken seriously, we should note that declaring what is worth dying for has already been established as a motif in the narrative of Damn. On Element, Kenny said, I'm willing to die for this shit. I'll take your fucking life for this shit. We ain't going back to broke. Family selling dope. With these lines, Kenny unequivocally stated that keeping the family together and getting money are two pursuits he's willing to die for. Now, here at the beginning of loyalty, Kenny seems to agree with DJ Dahi that sexually conquering women is also worth dying for. Being willing to die for family, money, and women maps directly onto Kenny's statement from Yah that, quote, Today is the day I follow my intuition. Keep the family close. Get money. Fuck bitches. Let's now see how the opening statements of loyalty end up playing out as the song continues. After DJ Dahi's pre-chorus, we hear Kenny saying, It's a secret society. All we ask is trust. All we got is us. The first two lines of this pre-chorus are taken directly from the first verse of Jay-Z's 2000-era song, Get Your Mind Right Mammy.
2: Up.
1: In Get Your Mind Right Mammy, Jay-Z boasted about the greatness of his record label, Rockefeller Records, and even described the label as a secret society. Ever the businessman, Jay-Z's primary motivation for creating a secret society appears to have been his desire to increase record sales and get more money. In the context of Damn, Kenny's decision to create a secret society seems less to do with new business ventures and more to do with him trying to find peace. Recall that in Element, Kenny discussed his need to flee from American society with the lines, fake my death, go to Cuba, that's my only option. Then on the previous track Feel, Kenny revealed that his own social relationships were in decay when he said, quote, I feel like friends been overrated, I feel like the family been faking, and later, feel like my daughter been compromised and jaded. Given these developments in the album narrative, it's likely Kenny wants to create a society where all members remain loyal to him. In case we missed the title of the track, The Hook includes a segment in which Kenny clearly states his desire for loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. According to one dictionary entry, Loyalty is defined as a strong feeling of allegiance to a person, a group, an institution, or an ideal. It's important to note that loyalty is a feeling, which ties into this new emphasis on feeling that began on the previous track Feel. As we noted in our last episode, the next seven tracks on Damn will explore a specific feeling, and we are of course starting now with the feeling of loyalty. While Kenny and his feelings will continue to be the main subject of exploration, We should also note that he's not alone in the creation of the secret society kenny is joined on the hook by r&b singer rihanna rihanna's feature in loyalty is notable for a few reasons first it's one of only three features that are included on the track listing secondly while hip-hop artists often include r&b singers to contribute vocals for a hook rihanna actually makes her main contribution by rapping bar for bar with kenny during the track's verses her inclusion on the verses means that Rihanna is the only featured rapper on Damn. Given how personal of a journey Kenny seems to be on, and how he no longer trusts most of the people around him, we may wonder why Kenny decided to share rap verses with Rihanna at this point in the album narrative. One possible explanation is that Kenny may have found in Rihanna a kindred spirit. As evidence, we turn to one of Rihanna's most notable rap songs, Bitch Better Have My Money. Bitch Better Have My Money is a trap song Rihanna released as a single in March of 2015. Three months later, Rihanna released a music video that provided a narrative backdrop to the song. The video features Rihanna kidnapping a rich housewife by putting her in a suitcase and placing her in the trunk of her car. We then see Rihanna and her friends driving the car while the housewife is stripped topless and tied up as a hostage in the back seat. In subsequent scenes, Rihanna and her friends torture the wife as Rihanna calls the woman's husband to threaten him.
2: Your wife in the my brand new Pay me what you wanted. Don't act like you forgot.
1: As the video continues, it's revealed that the man has stolen millions of dollars from Rihanna and drained her account balance down to just $420. Eventually, Rihanna brings her hostage back to the man's house and ties the man to a chair. It's at this point that text appears on the screen, introducing the man as the accountant, aka the bitch. Rihanna walks over to the man wearing see-through lingerie and holding a knife. The video cuts to images of splattered blood and police tape. In the final scene, we see Rihanna naked and covered in blood, laying inside the large suitcase that is now filled with money. While the narrative of the Bitch Better Have My Money music video was fictional, various media outlets pointed out that revenge fantasy was inspired by real events. In 2009 alone, Rihanna lost 9 of her $11 million net worth due to mismanagement by her accountant. By her own assessment, she was effectively bankrupt by the end of the year. This experience will actually be referenced directly on Dam's pivotal song Fear. While we can only speculate... Rihanna's experience with a disloyal advisor may have been a thematic reason to include her on loyalty. Given that the character Kung Fu Kenny on Element explained how he'd put his Bible down and kill to protect those he loves, Kenny likely applauded Rihanna's ability to surround herself with friends who are willing to kidnap, torture, and murder for her. Moreover, Rihanna's use of graphic violence and nudity throughout the music video shows that she agrees with Kenny's words from Element. If I gotta go hard on a bitch, I'ma make it look sexy. Both Rihanna and Kung Fu Kenny have a shared intuition of using violence against those who've wronged them and surrounding themselves only with those who are truly faithful and devoted. In other words, Rihanna knows what it's like to be betrayed and therefore knows the importance of loyalty.
2: Kenny
1: begins the first verse by saying Kung fu Kenny now my resume is real enough for two millenniums here Kenny again boasts about how really is something we heard numerous times throughout "Damn." At the same time, he claims that he's accomplished as much as someone who's been working for 2,000 years. By saying this, Kenny is implicitly claiming to rival Jesus, who began to teach about the kingdom of God nearly 2,000 years ago. Next, Kenny says, a better way to make a wave, stop defending them. Making waves is a phrase to mean to disturb the status quo. Up until recently, the status quo included Kenny standing up for everyone in his community. However, given the distrust that became evident on the previous track Feel, and Kenny's intent to start his own secret society, Kenny seems to now believe that the only way to create true change is to stop defending those who are weak or those who have been accused. Next, Kenny says, I meditate and moderate all my wins again. Here, Kenny again makes reference to meditation while also indicating that mental energy is spent about maintaining his wins. This line harkens back to DNA, in which Kenny said, I don't contemplate, I meditate, then off your fucking head. That line from DNA seemed to suggest that Kenny's mindset is constantly teetering between mindfulness and maliciousness, between weakness and wickedness. Here in loyalty, Kenny again seems to be alluding to his divided mindset with the line, I'm hanging on the fence again. While Kenny's own mental state might be inconsistent, he claims that his lyrics are constantly on the minds of his listeners. He says, I'm always on your mind. I put my lyric and my lifeline on the line and ain't no limit when i might shine might grind in english the phrase put it on the line is normally used to refer to taking a big risk and giving one's all in american slang the word grind typically refers to one's hustle or work ethic also in slang the word shine is used to refer to getting people to recognize one's own accomplishments with all this considered it would seem that Kenny is expressing the degree to which he dedicates his entire life to be recognized for his craft. This idea harkens back to Kenny's mother's concern she expressed on YAH when it said, quote, my mama told me I'ma work myself to death. Kenny continues loyalty rapping, you roll in with it at the right time, right now. This line is likely addressed to the people who have recognized Kenny's greatness and have thus chosen to pledge their loyalty to him such pledges of loyalty are exactly what kenny has been looking for in his secret society we heard about in the song's opening hook ironically though kenny's line about people rolling with him is immediately followed by the last line of the verse only for the dollar sign these closing words seem to suggest that those who are joining kenny are not truly loyal to him in reality they're just rolling with him in hopes of profiting from his wealth at the end of the day like rihanna's accountant they're only loyal to the money.
2: Right now. Sorry, 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 now. Only the I'm cash came, I'm, I'm a savage, I'm asshole, I'm a king. Out, out,
1: Rihanna begins her eight bar verse by introducing herself, saying, Bad girl, re re now. Bad Girl RiRi is by far Rihanna's most well-established alternative moniker. She's used it for all her social media handles, and numerous rappers have referred to her as Bad Girl RiRi in their lyrics. The line Bad Girl RiRi Now also structurally mirrors Kenny's first lines that open the verse, Kung Fu Kenny Now. Both monikers are four syllables, and both names imply that they do not shy away from conflict. Next, Rihanna repeats the word swerve four times, ending with Leave it Now. In the years prior to the release of Damn, the word swerve had become a popular addition to the hip-hop lexicon since its inclusion in the 2012 track Mercy by Good Music. Within the context of Mercy, Big Sean's use of the word swerve seems to imply he's upstaging his enemies by making sharp turns while driving away in an expensive car. Kenny and RiRi seem to be doing the same, as the repetition of Swerve here on Loyalty kicks off a series of lines that references cars. Also, the music video for Loyalty shows Kenny and Rihanna making sharp turns in a stolen BMW. With the line, on your pulse like it's EDM, Rihanna is referring to the listener's heart rate. Rihanna is claiming to be on the listener's heart, just like Kenny claimed to be on the listener's mind. Both heart rates and music tempos are measured in beats per minute. Hip-hop tempos typically range from about 80 to 115 beats per minute, but EDM, or electronic dance music, is predominantly composed at 128 beats per minute, which also happens to be a good target heart rate while exercising. Hence, Rihanna compares herself to EDM to assert that her music makes people want to move. Next, Rihanna says, gas in the bitch like it's premium, which refers to premium gasoline required by luxury vehicles. Gas also happens to be a slang term for premium quality marijuana. This second layer of meaning may connect back to the song's pre-hook, in which DJ Dahi said, all I want tonight is just to get high. Rihanna continues by saying, haul ass on a bitch all in the fast lane. The fact that Rihanna is hauling ass in the fast lane of a highway is another reference to being in a car, presumably a car that swerves and only takes premium. Rihanna finishes her verse saying, I'm established, 100 carats on my name, run the atlas, I'm a natural, I'm alright. With a $230 million net worth, Rihanna has certainly established herself as both a successful artist and businesswoman. Just having Rihanna's name on a product gives it value, as if her name was written in 100 carats of diamonds, hence the line, 100 carats on my name. Saying that she runs the atlas is another way of saying she runs the world, Since an atlas is a book of maps depicting the natural world, the line also flows nicely into her claim that she's unnatural, meaning that the stability to run the world was part of her nature since birth. This is another way of saying that she has royalty in her DNA. Lastly, Rihanna expresses fake humility by saying, I'm alright. After Rihanna's 8-bar verse, Kenny takes over saying, I'm a savage, I'm an asshole, I'm a king. We've heard Kendrick refer to himself as a king on his previous albums. On Good Kid Mad City, he declared himself to be King Kendrick Lamar during the final track of the album. On To Pimp a Butterfly, he had a whole song about being King Kunta. The line here on loyalty marks the first time that Kenny has referred to himself as a king on Damn, though this was foreshadowed in the opening lines of DNA when he said, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. From all these references, it would seem that being a king is a positive attribute. However, in this line, being a king is also associated with negative characteristics of being a savage and an asshole. While we may see this as a contradiction, it should be noted that the connection between kings and savage behavior is a central motif throughout the biblical narrative. This motif is most fully developed in the story from the book of Daniel. In the story, God sends an Israelite prophet named Daniel to prophesy against the king of Babylon after the king had conquered many civilizations, including Jerusalem. Daniel told the king that he must acknowledge that God ruled over all kingdoms. If he refused, Daniel warned the king that he would eventually become mentally unstable and begin acting like a savage beast. Rather than listen to Daniel, the king began boasting about how great and powerful he was. At that point, the king suddenly went insane and started to roam the wilderness with wild animals. After a week, the king finally acknowledged that God rules over all kingdoms. Immediately, his mental stability was restored along with his royal authority. The story ends with the king declaring that, quote, God is able to humble those who walk in pride, unquote. The story of God confronting the king of Babylon seems to have many overlaps with Dam, Like the king of Babylon, King Kenny began the album boasting about his greatness and advocating for the use of violence to subdue his adversaries. Like the King of Babylon, King Kenny began to experience mental instability on the previous track Feel and has now recognized that he's become a savage on the current track Loyalty. If this pattern holds up, we can expect that the tension Kenny is experiencing in the current track is not going to be resolved until Kenny acknowledges that God rules above all other loyalties something to keep in mind when we get to the song's end. Finally, the story of the King of Babylon suggests that God will continue to oppose Kenny until he abandons his pride and chooses to be humble. As loyalty continues, Kenny and Rihanna sing in tandem a reference to Wu-Tang Clan's old dirty bastard. We'll dissect this, along with the rest of loyalty, right after the break.
0: This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports, I know you do too. restrictions all apply. see website for details
1: welcome back to dissect before the break we discussed the first half of loyalty finding kenny and rihanna boasting about their royal status as the song continues the two momentarily sing in unison a reference to a sexually provocative dance movement
2: I'm a savage, I'm an asshole, I'm a king Shimmy-ah, 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 right yeah. You can tell your nigga he can meet me outside yeah. You can babysit him when I leave him outside Ain't no other love like the one I know I done been down so long, long, so. I done came down so hard, I slow I done sleep forever, all the real nigga won't I said I'm geek-
1: Kenny and Rihanna repeat the phrase, shimmy-ah A shimmy is a sexually suggestive dance move that typically involves people rapidly shaking their shoulders, chest, and pelvis More importantly, this line is an interpolation of the track Shimmy Shimmy Ya by Wu-Tang Clan member Old Dirty Bastard. In the context of the Old Dirty Bastard song, watching someone shimmy seems to lead the rapper to declare that he likes it raw, meaning that he prefers unprotected sex. As a result, Rappers have often said shimmy when rapping about unprotected sex. For instance, ASAP Rocky used the phrase in his song, Fuckin'
2: Problems.
1: Coincidentally, Fuckin' Problems also features Kendrick rapping about being an asshole, who has sex with another man's girl. Given all this context, it seems that by evoking shimia, Kenny is alluding to his desire to have unprotected sex regardless of the consequences. Next Kenny says, you can tell your n-word he can meet me outside, you can babysit him when I leave him outside. This line seems to indicate that as a consequence of his sexual indiscretion, Kenny has to handle an altercation with the girl's jealous boyfriend. If the boyfriend refuses to back down, Kenny claims he'll humiliate the man by beating him up outside. As we heard in Element, Kenny is using violence as a means to an end when conflicting with outsiders. Next, Kenny says, Ain't no other love like the one I know. I done been down so long lost hope. I done came down so hard I slowed. Here, Kenny asserts that he has a truly unique experience of being loved. It's unclear if he's referring to the love from his girl or the love from his god. Either way though, it's clearly ironic that Kenny is boasting about the love he knows, even as the preceding line seems to indicate that Kenny is, to quote him on Yah, letting the hose get to his head. At the same time, Kenny reminds us that his erratic behavior may be a result of Kenny feeling downhearted and hopeless a sentiment that we first heard Kenny express on the previous track Feel. Kenny then ends the verse by saying, I don't sleep, forever all a real n-word want. And yet another reference to a real n-word, Kenny seems to be saying that he intends to work relentlessly without sleep so he can live forever. The sentiment is likely inspired by a famous line from Nas's 1994 song "NY State of Mind."
0: As it does in my breath, I never sleep, huh? Cause sleep is the cousin of death. the walls of intelligence.
1: In "NY State of Mind," Nas rapped, "I never sleep, cuz sleep is the cousin of death." This memorable quote on one of hip-hop's most influential albums became a maxim for numerous MCs. Kendrick himself has referenced this maxim directly in the third verse of Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. As the title of the track would suggest, Kenny wants people to sing about him when he's gone, wants to be immortalized in the hearts and minds of his listeners. Kendrick also made reference to this desire on the track Mortal Man from "To Pimp a Butterfly. He rapped, Can you be immortalized without your life being expired? Thus, when Kenny says, I don't sleep, forever all a real n-word want, he's likely expressing how motivated he is to see his spirit live forever in the minds of the listener. He wants their loyalty, even after his death. As loyalty continues, we hear an abbreviated version of the pre-chorus followed by the song's hook.
2: I said I'm geek and I'm
1: DJ Dahi's vocal part is cut off early here, making his last line, All I want tonight is just to get high up. Rather than continuing with the original pre-chorus, Kenny transitions into the hook by saying, All I want is loyalty. At this point, we should note that the phrase, All I want, has become a recurring motif. Kenny's previous verse ended with him saying, forever all a real n-word want. The pre-hook features DJ Dahi saying, all I want tonight is to get high up. Finally, the hook features Kenny saying, all I want is loyalty. All these desires seem to be a result of Kenny taking pride in his status as king. Throughout history, most kings seek out ways for their legacy to endure forever. They exalt themselves by sitting on a throne, placed high above their subjects. Most importantly, they demand for everyone in the society to pledge their ultimate allegiance to the king and scrutinize anyone who might think of undermining their rule. This idea leads us into the brief extension of the song's hook. Kenny says, 10-4, No Switching Sides. Feel feel something wrong you act in shifty you don't ride with me no more these lines seem to be aimed at someone kenny feels has secretly switched sides and betrayed him we first heard kenny express this concern on the previous track feel when he said i feel like the family been faking, and i feel like my daughter compromised and jaded after giving voice to this feeling on the previous track it seems that kenny now intends to confront those he suspects of betrayal
2: Tell me who you is it money? Is it fame? Is it weed? Is it drink? Is it coming down with the loud pipes and the rain? Big chillin' only for the power in your name. Tell me who you loyal to. Is it love for the streets when the lights get dark? Is it unconditional when the robbery don't stop? Tell me when your loyalty is coming from the heart. Tell me who you're loyal to. Do it start with your woman or your man? Do it end with your family and friends? Are you loyal to yourself and defense? I said tell me who
1: you loyal to. After suspecting someone in their society may have switched sides, Kenny and Riri present a series of options to determine who or what the other party is ultimately loyal to. Kenny begins by saying, tell me who you loyal to. Is it money? Is it fame? Is it weed? Is it drink? Is it coming down with the loud pipes in the rain? Big chillin' only for the power in your name. These options all seem to be focused on various forms of self-gratification, including money, power, fame, drugs, and cars. The fact that these are listed first might suggest that such pursuits are the most basic or elemental. Having himself talked about such things on Dam, we can assume that Kenny here is at least in part questioning his own loyalty. Next, Kenny says, Tell me who you loyal to. Is it love for the streets when the lights get dark? Is it unconditional when the Rari don't start? Tell me when your loyalty is coming from the heart. The streets when the lights get dark line. Seems to be referring to gang culture and all those who show their loyalty to such a lifestyle. The next line, unconditional when the Rari don't start, seems to question the loyalty of certain gold digging women who may abandon their man once the money runs out or the Ferrari don't start, an idea that will come up again on the song Love. Finally, Kenny plays off the idiom from the heart to address the heart as the resource for true loyalty. Rihanna then enters once again with her own list of loyalties. She says, tell me who you're loyal to. Do it start with your woman or your man? Do it end with your family and friends? Or are you loyal to yourself in advance? Here we questions if loyalty to people is the highest loyalty, whether it be friends, family, a romantic interest, or oneself. If someone is loyal to people above all other things, we'd expect them to set aside self-gratification and even cultural values if those stood in the way of self-preservation and the protection of loved ones. So far on DAMN, we've already seen how loyalty to individuals seems to be the greatest motivating factor for Kenny. On Element, Kenny rapped, I'm willing to die for this shit, I done cried for this shit, might take a life for this shit. Based on the rest of the verse, we interpreted those lines to mean that Kenny was willing to die in order to protect his family and preserve his current standard of living. However, after discovering that many of his family members might have been faking and realizing how stressful it is to constantly fight for self-preservation, we may wonder whether Kenny will reconsider his highest loyalty. After taking turns in the previous couple of verses, Kenny and Rihanna joined together to say, tell me who you loyal to. Is it anybody that you would lie for? Anybody you would slide for? Anybody you would die for? Kenny and Rihanna question the level of commitment one has to their highest loyalty. At a lower level of commitment, a person might be willing to put their reputation at risk by lying for whoever they're loyal to. At a higher level of commitment, a person might slide for or show up when they're needed for whoever they're loyal to. At the highest level of commitment, a person may even be willing to die for whoever they're most loyal to. This final question about who one is willing to die for seems to be what inspires Kenny to respond by saying, that's what God for. This line finds Kenny's voice a little pushed back in the mix. Let's listen one more time in case you didn't catch it the first time around. Kenny seems to be asserting that God is the divine being worth dying for, and thus deserves to be the object of his ultimate allegiance. Now, if we're just listening to this track as a single, we might not be surprised to hear Kendrick make such a statement about God. However, within the context of the damn narrative, hearing Kenny claim to be loyal to God is deeply ironic. Up until this point in the story, Kenny has spent most of the album running away from God's calling so that he can follow his own desires. And so with this in mind, we have to view this declaration of his loyalty to God as a dramatic turning point in Kenny's journey. the statement is the point at which Kenny begins to recognize that he may be the problem. He's finally taking some responsibility for how his actions have contributed to the instability he's been feeling. Moreover, Kenny now acknowledges that loyalty to God should take priority over his attempts at self-preservation. It seems to be more of an idealized concept at this point, an articulation of an aim he might now begin working toward. After a repetition of the song's hook, Rihanna sings a self-reflective outro that acknowledges the struggle Kenny has with letting go of his pride.
2: It's so hard to be humble. It's so. Hard to be day.
1: Rihanna sings, "It's so hard to be humble. It's so hard to be, Lord knows I'm trying, Lord knows I'm dying. Just like Kenny's sudden acknowledgement of God, these closing lines stand in stark contrast with the majority of the sentiments expressed on loyalty. It's another indication that this may be a turning point in the damn narrative. By acknowledging his struggle with humility, some of the spiritual themes we suggested has inspired Kenny's mentality throughout loyalty once again come to the surface. Most notably, in our discussion of the lines, I'm a savage, I'm an asshole, I'm a king, we discussed how Kenny resembled the king of Babylon, the ruler who became mentally unstable and lived like a savage until he acknowledged that God, not human kings, deserved the highest degree of loyalty. After learning this lesson the hard way, the king of Babylon finally declared that God humbles those who are proud. Similarly, after Kenny acknowledged that God deserves the highest degree of loyalty, Rihanna gives voice to Kenny's new realization that he must try to humble himself despite how hard it may be to let go of both his pride and his inclination towards self preservation. With the lines, Lord knows I'm trying, Lord knows I'm dying, Kenny and Rihanna seem convinced that God is compassionate. God seems to recognize their efforts to change because he knows they're limited, mortal creatures who are going to die. Having now acknowledged both God's loyalty and the loyalty that Kenny should be showing to God, we're left wondering whether this might be the turning point for Kung Fu Kenny, the directional change in his emotional journey that began when he ran away from God's call. Conclusions Dam's previous track Feel found our protagonist Kung Fu Kenny expressing feelings of extreme isolation, leading him to second-guess the devotion of his family, friends, and fans. We understand now how this caused Kenny to examine the concept of loyalty itself. The track muses on various ways Kenny demands loyalty from himself and others, going so far as imagining a secret society to which all members show absolute devotion. Ultimately, this scrutiny of loyalty itself leads Kenny to a revelation about who he should be most loyal to God. This realization is followed by the song's outro, which acknowledges Kenny's struggles to remain loyal to God and his commandments. When dissecting the wickedness-weakness dichotomy in our episode on blood, we discuss the path to life and death that Moses laid out to the Israelites after freeing them from slavery. He ended his speech by saying, I call to heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. So choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants, by loving the Lord your God, by obeying his voice and by remaining loyal to him. Of course, the last line of this speech acknowledges the loyalty that one must show God if one wants to live a blessed life. Up until this point in Dam's narrative, it's been pretty clear that Kenny has been disloyal to God's commandments and has thus been on a path of wickedness. If we're to believe Moses, this path will lead to a cursed existence that will end in death. Not only Kenny's death, but the perpetuation of a deadly cycle of violence between his allies and enemies as well. The end of loyalty makes us question whether Kenny has made the necessary U-turn away from wickedness and towards weakness, whether his acknowledgement of God and the loyalty he requires will inspire him to choose humility instead of pride. While we'll have to wait and see, it would seem that the answer to our question might just be addressed in Dam's next track, Pride, a song we'll examine note by note, line by line. Next time on Dissect. Dissect is produced by me for Spotify Studios. Today's episode was written by Femi Olutade and me. Song recreations by Andrew Atwood. Audio editing by Eric Bass and me. Original theme music by Bureaucratic. You can now stream all of the original Dissect themes composed by Bureaucratic on Spotify. Just click the link in the show notes. If you enjoy Dissect, please tell a friend about the show, and be sure to say hi on Twitter and Instagram at Dissect Podcast. You can also purchase Dissect merchandise at dissectpodcast.com. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. I'll talk to you next episode.